Hi everybody and welcome to another podcast. Welcome to the home of Two Extreme for Mainstream. Today's podcast is Takeshi Mike's audition. Now I will say before I move on to this podcast, if you have me sniffling a lot, it's just because I've been out in the cold and I'm back in the warmth. So I don't have any rundown or anything like that. It's just my nose is running a little bit. So if I talk kind of funny at the same time, that's why, because my nose is kind of blocked. But I'm sure you will excuse all that. Um, but there's a backstory to audition. Now, I remember years and years and years ago, I was up in town, Newcastle, for those that don't know, and I just happened to go into CEX. Now, there's a couple of CEXs um, in town, but there's also another CEX in North Shields. Now, the one in North Shields is very small and it only has a little... Uh, world cinema section for the likes of Tot and Asian Extreme stuff like this uh, but the ones uptown are relatively a bit bigger and you know you get a lot more variety for what you're looking for. Now the one shop CEX I went up into and found audition was um, the one up Grey Street I believe because uh, the other one is up Northumberland Street so I was up Grey Street in CEX and I was rummaging around the films and I come across audition and obviously it had on the front i've got the dvd right here in front of us it's that old now that it's starting to wear away at the top and everything like this but it has collector's edition and it's tartan asian Ex asia extreme and it's a mike takishi film now this would have been the first ever japanese extreme film i'd ever watched um and so takishi mike um, after watching this film I had to search the guy up and then I discovered uh, many other of these other classic movies such as um, oh I do know the names off the top of my head as well um, oh no they've gone off the top of my head uh, Visit at IQ was one of them um, and also that other one it's pretty famous um, I'm having a look in my collection here. Ichi the Killer, that's the one I'm looking for. Ichi the Killer and uh, Visitor IQ, uh, Visitor Q, uh, sorry, not IQ, Visitor Q. <laughs> you think I'd known that before I started recording this, right? Uh, but yeah, but that's other two movies that I la uh, later on discovered and absolutely loved them. Now, what I love about Takeshi Mike's films is they're very different. Um, they go out of the box when it comes to extreme cinema. But I'm going to move on to the story of Audition, but I'm not going to give too much away. But then I'm just going to give you a little insight into the director himself, just because a lot of people might not even have heard of Takeshi Mike on this podcast. Now, Audition... And if you hear noises in the background, it is the wind trying to get through my windows. But anyway, so the story of Edition starts off with our main character, um, a father, who loses his wife and raises his son all on his own. Now, when his son's older in the film, he tells his dad that maybe now is the time that he look for a new wife. So after following his son's advice, hesitating backwards and forwards, he and another gentleman that works with him, decides to set up a fake audition in hopes of finding his Mrs. Wright for his son and for himself. Now, 
after the dad, our main guy, um, goes through all the files of all these potential actresses and everything like this, and he comes across one in particular young female, beautiful, and her name is Asami. Now, he finds her very fascinating and... Um, you can tell straight off the bat he falls in love with his mum just from looking at her. Um, and so he then does this fake audition, him and this guy that helps to set him up, uh, set this audition up. Um, they're sitting and they go through each individual female that's on the list. Uh, and he had to choose between 30, I believe, uh, for the audition. Um, and so she finally comes in the room and he just watches in awe of this woman. Um, and then he finally chirps up and asks her a few questions himself about her uh, ballerina days and how she had an accident with her hip and everything like this. Now, after he auditions this woman, Asami, um, he is told by the guy that helped him with the, this audition that, you know, oh, she doesn't seem right, you know, there's something wrong with her and be careful and everything like this, don't get too attached. And he agrees to this and it does, uh, it does show you him step back a little bit, you know, from phone and out and everything like this, but then obviously his temptations get the better of him and he finally phones her up one more time because he's already been uh, for a meal with Asami um, in the film, uh, but then that's when his friend turns around and says, you know, take it easy. And that's when you see him taking it easy. But then, obviously, like I said, his temptations get the better of him and he phones her up again and they go for another meal. And one thing I noticed as well is she didn't want to get dropped off right outside our door. Now, immediately, I was like, well, why not? You know? Uh, but anyway, but after that, he just... It just goes from there, really. Um, I don't want to give too much information. It's really hard, isn't it? When you really love a film and you're trying to tell someone about it, but you don't want to give too much information away. It's kind of like that. Uh, but yeah, but it's a really interesting kind of film. It's very strange because uh, at first you don't get it. But it's a sort of movie that you will need to watch more than once to get the gist of the story, if that makes sense. But obviously I've seen this movie quite a few times now and now I've finally gotten um, the actual story behind, um, you know, who she is and why she does what she does and everything like this. So yeah, it's it's a really, it is extreme. Um, uh, I don't think I would class this that extreme, in my opinion, um, because obviously like everybody knows I'm desensitised, but not only that, um, it's not as extreme as some of them out there, if that makes sense. So if you are into mainstream horror, like Hellraiser and stuff like that, then, you know, you might just enjoy this one. Um, you might do, uh, or it might be a little bit out of your comfort zone. I'm not really too sure. But I was going to do a challenge on that. Um, I was going to get a lot of people that were into mainstream, such as Hellraiser and everything like this. And I was going to get them to watch this borrow my dvd watch it and let me know what the thought if it was um if it was extreme or not um so yeah so i still i might still um do a challenge i'm not too sure just yet because obviously covid i can't really uh visit anybody or anything like that so maybe it's uh when you know everything's fine back to normal ish whenever that'll be i don't think that'll be uh for a long time yet but yeah i was gonna do that challenge um 
but yeah. But now I'm going to go on to a little bit about Takeshi Mike. Now, in case you didn't know, Takeshi Mike was born in 1960 on the outskirts of Osaka. I think that's how I say it. And as a youth, he loved riding fast motorbikes and playing rugby, but saw many of his friends killed by biking accidents and recruited by the Yakuza. Yakuza? I think that's how I say it. Uh, unqualified and unable to get into the university, he applied to film school because he didn't need any qualifications to get in. Even then, he failed to turn up to most of the classes, and when a TV production company came looking for a young production assistant, the school put him forward just to get rid of him. Um, he worked in TV for about 10 years. Then, the churn-out dramas at a rate... Um, that he wouldn't match only when he became a director. His break came in the late 80s with the explosion of direct-to-video filmmaking in Japan, also known as V-Cinema. After making 12 V-films films in five years, Mike, Dikishi Mike, made his first theatrical feature, Shinjuku um, Triad Society, I do apologise if I can't say this, and that was in 1995. An intense Yakuza, Yakuza sorry, thriller Strafford with his trademark moments of outrageous violence. So that is that part. Um, so yeah, so he started out uh, not very good, did he? <laughs> anyway. Um, in fact, the first thing that attracts many people to uh, Mike is the sheer shock value of some of his set pieces. Go hounds, action fanatics and straight up sickos uh, convey many of his films for their demented transgressive moments. So that's apparently what somebody said. The first and last 10 minutes of Dead or Alive are unlike any other gangster film you've ever seen. Visit a Q takes the family incest drama to places you've never thought anyone would ever dare go. And the notorious Ichi the Killer has moments that will challenge even the most hardened slasher fan. Now, I personally loved Ichi the Killer. It wasn't extreme at all, in my opinion. I just really enjoyed it for what it was. Um... And then going back into audition, um, the second half of audition contains some of the most indelible horror sequences ever filmed. The first twitch from inside that mysterious sack. Now this is giving a little bit away here. Uh, the beheading of a piano teacher. A Sammy sweetly singing, kitty kitty kitty, as she inserts needles into the dad. I'm not going to go any further deep into it that. Um, so moving on. But no one works harder than Mike to show us why people in his films do the terrible things that they do. And the first half of the film is very bit as gentle as the second is intense. It's a perfect example of Mike's unique talent for combining the human and the outrageous. The thinkable and the unthinkable. Even when he's creating unforgettable moments of violence, Mike's first concern is always character. And his characters are always valuable and conflicted as you and me. The killer in Ichi the Killer is a lonely boy who breaks down in tears every time he kills. The cop in Dead or Alive fears that by being more morally responsible he is dead. And the violent gangster he pursues is more alive than he will ever be. And the vengeful Asami 
uh, in audition yearns for honesty and love just as much as the man who manipulates her into dating him. Uh, not all Mike Takeshi films though need a strong stomach either. Ley lines and the bird of people in China are beautiful, powerful and gross out free. And the happiness of Cat Curis, I think that's how you say it, is well just a straightforward zombie musical. But at its best, Mike combines the sophistication of a gentle art film with the Sherlock satisfaction of the most base genre film. And Audition is perhaps the purest example of this. It is if he's achieved the impossible and created junk food that isn't actually good for you, as long as you can hold it down. So, that is a little bit about Takeshi Mike, a little bit about Audition. If you have any comments about Audition or anything like that, please don't forget to comment wherever I post this underneath. Um, and don't forget to check out my Too Extreme for Mainstream pages um, on Instagram, Extreme Podcast and Facebook, Kirsty Nightmare, Too Extreme for Mainstream, or Kirsty Nightmare, my personal Facebook, which you can connect to me on if I don't respond to the Facebook page. Uh, but other than that, um, this was a short but sweet podcast. I just had to bring it up because I had to rewatch this again. But um, other than that, please let me know what you think. I love this film. I connected with the character, the father figure in this. Um, and yeah, so I will see you on the next one. Bye, guys.